0: Hi, this is Chuck at Last Recovery Podcast at the Junction of Faith and Recovery. And this is a new episode. And what I want to talk to about today is a continuation of the whole thought about the, the Junction of Faith and Recovery. To, I've talked a little bit about the difficulties of each the deficits but what I would like to talk tonight is about the possibilities and I'm not a positive person necessarily but I want to talk about the possibilities of both and that that's sort of what I want to do I want you to understand what what could go right but in order to do that we got you have to go and look at not the weaknesses but uh, the strengths and how those could be used to improve both cuz i think that you know the best possible world is the fact that you know the faith arm uses and learns from the recovery arm. And the recovery arm is open-minded about the, uh, the faith arm. So it can find options in their whole journey to faith. So that's, that's what I'd like to do. Um, this is the Lazarus Recovery Podcast. And what I'd like to do is talk about each and make suggestions about what the what the possibilities are. Well, what, what's possible with each? What how could how could both live with each other and coexist, but also to You know, figure out, take processes of both, incorporate them to improve their work, and also to learn how to coexist in the same thing without, you know, hurting each other and trashing each other. So, first of all, I've talked about it, but, you know, my experience with, (coughs) excuse me, my experience with. AA was that, you know, after I got, after I got saved, after I, I became a Christian and was active in church, I found that it's like I joined a different family and I wasn't, I was sort of told to keep that part of my life quiet you know i mean you just anybody that's been in aa knows you, you 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 get a lot of feedback blowback if you start talking enthusiastically about your faith um and it's not equal opportunity it's you can talk about just about anything else and it's tolerated when you talk about jesus You know, there's an awful lot of blowback. I understand why. But it's not at all fair or reasonable. Consider everything else people talk about. So what I'd suggest is that, you know, there are, like, traditions in AA's, steps and traditions, you know, we are not as alive with any sect denomination, blah, 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 blah. But it does not say that we are hostile towards other sex denominations, blah, blah, blah. It says we are not a sect or denomination. We do not espouse one over another, uh, which is mm, sort of true. But I think that, you know, that part of the foundation needs to be, you know, reinforced so that it's understood that a person can talk about their faith within certain boundaries. You know, perhaps not like a friend complained where CR came in and put their leadership on the on leadership table of a AA meeting that was obviously completely out of bounds. But you know, we AA should be able to say that we are not opposed or we do not denigrate, you know, belief. You know, we'd prefer you stick to the, you know, the the directions. What happened? What it's like now, and blah, blah, blah blah blah. But, in a case of Christianity, many times, you get shot down if you talk about your experience. You know, I understand why, but it's just, it's not fair, and the result of that is that I know for me, I, I went looking for AA, an AA recovery experience that allowed, allowed me to talk about my faith you know and the hints inevitably you go to places like celebrate recovery or something like that Um, you know it's a trade-off but that's why people go do that and the problem with that for AA is you lose a lot of really good people you lose a lot of things now maybe AA says good riddance like we don't want those religious people here you know they can have rules about no proselytizing and stuff like that, but you know that all that talent uh, goes to places like CR, where they're free to talk about their faith. They're free to express, you know, the the thing that they've experienced in in faith, and that's that's good in CR, but it's a loss for AA. You know, you lose very talented people. I know people, Christians, that serve an AA because, <laughs> forgive me, they think it's a, a missions field. But the good ones don't talk about their faith. So AA people, they leave, and you lose a lot of people. Now, let's talk about faith people. I want to talk about celebrate because that's what I know. The experience is, is that Celebrate Recovery gets a lot of its hardcore recovery experience from people that come from secular programs like AA, like NA, like OA, like uh, Overeaters Anonymous, like a whole bunch of other things. The people, usually Christians, will migrate to Celebrate Recovery because the same reason I did. because they were hungry to be able to do the recovery thing and pass on their experience strength and hope and still be free to talk about jesus and so the cr that i'm in many of the leaders that started with the group four or five years ago you know are people who have been in secular programs and some maybe do a little bit of secular stuff but mostly now it's it's uh Cr, and it's in the church and it's it's recovery for people in the church so AA has to look and say wait a minute we're losing people good talented people because we're being bigoted we don't want we don't want the Jesus thing so I'd suggest to AA that they say hey come up with ground rules I think Christians would stand ground rules we don't actively proselytize, but we can talk about Jesus. You know, it is what it is. You know, you got to live with it. So I think that AA would do well to come up with some sort of tradition. We do not endorse and support blah, 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 but neither do we damp it down. You know, this is a spiritual program, and there should be no bias against one Spiritual approach from another, so that's a balance that I would suggest to go into AA. A, an improvement that they come up with a tradition that, that allows expression without and but curbs the the, the worst <laughs> inclinations of Christians to do stupid things. That would just simply be a modification of traditions, so that there's a little bit more room for all that stuff. You know, that's that's what I think would be a good idea. A AA could solve a problem and and not have a talent drain to churches and stuff like that because they lose a lot of very, very good people that way. Okay now, let's go to the problems that come from churches, it's, you know, they run into a jam because of identification themselves with everybody else. They come into a jam because of the identification with all the myriad of, and I, I think that it would be good for churches to make it clear that they are non-political. It's not going to be easy because the the problem these days is, is that the, the politics has infected the very theology. You know, some churches are so political that you can't find the theology at all. So you end up with people in AA and regular secular recovery that wouldn't touch any church or any Jesus with a 10-foot pole because they... are They look like they're Nazis. They look like they're rigid. They look like they're Taliban. Their their whole business is to control behavior and to stifle expression. Is that fair? No. But yes, that's just the way it is. I think that, you know, each group could benefit from establishing traditions that they repeat, like in every meeting. You know, we, are, we do not endorse or oppose any, any things, but neither do we take political stands or thing. We are just simply here to help alcoholics to stay sober. That's an AA tradition. Well, the church should do the same thing. You know, we are not here to take any political positions they could do with a little bit of AA tradition type of stuff. We are not here to endorse any political things. We're not here to endorse any particular sect or divisional theological thing. We are here to allow Jesus to be in the recovery of people who are struggling with issues. But they need to say that. They need to say that. And I don't think they're willing to say that, you know, because uh, a lot of the people who are working in CR are so embedded in the religio political whatever that is we have today, that they can't tell the difference between their theology and their politics. That creates a problem. That creates a problem. So I think that, that, that... Churches and CRs and stuff like that really need to say something at the beginning that, you know, they say, you know, we we just are not, we are not affiliated with any political organization or political stand. We are apolitical. Our only goal is to help anyone to recover from the effects of... You know controlling behaviors and things like that whatever cr wants to say you know we are obviously not discouraging christianity but neither are we make it a requirement that somebody comes to cr and professes christ which is something they're not willing to do they're they're pretty much make it you know mandatory that you in some form or another profess christ um, and I think that that's that's foolish. I think that's stupid, it's foolish. It's again sort of a misplaced missionary zeal you know is is foolish. The whole obsession with a, a sinner's prayer and instant salvation is makes things very very difficult. you know so that, that I think is a, is, is, is a change that could be made to make obvious, that we are there's no, there's no requirement of a profession of faith in Jesus to come to meetings, nor to participate in, in meetings. Now, they will probably say, maybe without saying it, that in order to be staff at CR, you need to profess Christ. That's their loss. Um, I get why. I get why. You know, they want to protect the sort of the integrity of the brand. Sometimes the brand isn't worth protecting, but they want to do that. So that would be my suggestion, that they clean their, they clean their positions up a little bit, and they, they get a little bit better at explaining what they mean by salvation, and they get a little cleaner about their understanding about recovery. So you know I, I guess I, I guess what I'm saying is that that both areas need to be clearer about their boundaries and clearer with their people about their boundaries. Now a final thing to both both recovery and church type based things i think that they should have at least some sort of moral statement about what they believe which is going to be a real problem at least let people know what they're they're getting into we support this we don't support that we accept this but we don't support this you know we we are not opposed to people coming here, but you need to be a professing Christian to be in leadership on staff. Okay, maybe maybe okay. I think it's, I think it's not wise, because what you're trying to do is you're trying to get people to feel free to talk openly about their stuff. And, and then in the second, next breath, you're saying these these ideas and statements and feelings and, you know, practices are unacceptable here. Okay, AA and NA, basically, they say the major thing is don't drink, don't use, and go to meetings. That's, the, you know, do that and you're, you're good here. Smart move. In other words, they're saying we're not going to be theological police and we're not going to get in the middle of all the theological things and we're definitely not going to get political you know we're not we're not going to get into political game and we're not going to judge you by whatever you say you're not you're not going to get messed over because of what you say that's smart and generally speaking we're not going to be judgmental about things I think for AA and NA, I think that there is a real need to lay down some spiritual behavioral boundaries. You know, rob and steal and, you know, especially policing inside the fellowships, having something to say, we do not approve nor we will we condone, you know, harassing behavior from members or visitors on people who are coming to the program. They're they're just gonna have to make it clear that some of the practices that are, you know, not unfamiliar in, in the halls need to be spoken against. You know, I mean everybody knows. It's generally accepted that this is disapproved of but nobody ever says, you never hear at the end of the meeting, don't do this. You know, if you are doing this and we know about it, we will ask you to leave. You know, if you, are, if you are harassing or doing stuff that we know you're doing, we are going to, the leadership of the group is going to come and tell you not to come to the group anymore. You know, I think that'll slow things down a little bit, protect the vulnerable who come to the meetings, but they won't have an experience of them being, A, harassed, and B, manipulated and preyed upon by predators. You know, I think that that's, that's necessary for AA and NA to try to curb the predatory behavior of their members. I mean, oh, my God, that's moral, blah, 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 blah. No, it's being a decent human being, protecting the innocent people that walk in the door. So I think that to avoid the appearance of hypocrisy, they need to take a stand against predatory behavior in halls. I mean, it's, you know, they've they've taken a stand in the last 20, 30 years against profanity. you know, when I was coming around, there was in many meetings it was it was they just didn't monitor that. Were f- pretty pretty vulgar. The halls also clamped down on smoking. There's no oh, there was there was smoking meetings, no smoking meetings. I started, and there's it's just no no you don't smoke in the halls anymore. Smoke outside. So A A N A and all the recovery secular recovery groups can enforce things if they, they really try. And I think that would be a big benefit to their reputation. Now, faith people, you know, have a, have a mountain of work to do about that. They have a mountain of work to do about that because they act like they're doing something and they're not doing something. They, they, don't, they don't take a stand and say, we are against this we are against pastors who prey on on their congregants we are against pastors who do this we are against workers that do this we are and these are the these are the conditions we we apply to all people that that work on staff you know they're quarried they're this they're that they're something else we take you know, that kind of predatory behavior very seriously. And we will report you to the police if we find out that you're you're being predatory about anybody that comes to the meeting. That's, I'd never had heard that before. And I think that that's important, that either AA or CR take a public stand against predatory behavior. Clean that up. I mean, it's not like you don't know. You know, you don't want to talk about, but you know. Churches know, and they cover it up. That's not right, and it, makes, it looks bad on everybody. So if there, you want improvements in faith or recovery, you establish a, 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 a standard of behavior that you enforce. I know that's like, oh my God, you can't do that. And I'd also suggest that you, certainly for both, that you clamp down on the, the political craziness that's going on. This is not a political zone. You want to talk politics, go outside the halls. This is a hall for recovery, not politics. Take your political stuff outside the door. That's going to be very difficult for religious religious people these days because they're all tangled up and stuff. But I think it's important. We don't neither endorse nor impose any political views. We are not MAGA, we're not this, we're not that, we're not something else. We are not about complaining or doing about any political hot button issue. We are simply here to support the operation of recovery in the church or in the secular field. We will not tolerate any political work in the meetings, in the halls, in the church meetings, in the CR meetings. You know, if you you talk politics, then you're just gonna be asked to, you know, just, it's not part of the deal here. Uh, you, you probably get run out on a rail, but that's that's my suggestion. Get the politics out. You know, get the judgmentalness out. You know, you can be as judgmental as you want on your own, but in recovery situations, just, just drive that under a low bridge. You know, get rid of it, because it really doesn't help the process. Of help, allowing people to talk openly and honestly about what's going on inside, you know how is? I ask you seriously, is this to CR? I ask you seriously, answer me. What ha, What happens if somebody gets up and a lady gets up and says, you know, I've had an abortion, or? You know, of a million, de- you know, no, it's just it's gonna be. It's like that would be the stupidest move on the planet, and everybody there knows it. You know, they'd be embarrassed for the p- person. You, you stupid person. You know, this is no place to talk about that. These people are not open to that. What does that say about CR? What do, what does a person who's struggling with sexual identity and all that other stuff? Do they have an open forum to work their stuff out there? No, of course not. Everybody knows that. You know, everybody knows, at least they should know, the the conditions, the the, the boundaries. And what I'm saying is that in recovery, you need to make it as easy as possible to share your internal stuff without any result that's that's difficult or bad you know that's what i think that's what i think you need to do and that would be a benefit to both faith and recovery you know to codify and repeat in every meeting you know that we we have political views we have theological views but our purpose here is to make it an open and honest discussion about what's going on in your life. We're not here to change your opinions. We're here to allow you to speak your truth and try to work that out with yourself. AA and NA do that much better. The church is terrible about that. You know, anybody you just you have to know before you go into CR what's what's you know allowed and what's not allowed. You know, you'd have to be a moron to talk in CR talk about getting an, to trying to decide whether to get an abortion. That that would just, that'd be moronic. That would be any sponsor would just say, hey, just leave that one alone. You know, talk to somebody else because there's no, there's no good gain there. I mean, you it's pretty much you know what you're going to get. Adultery, you know, I've been blah 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 Harassing people, beating people up, theft and all that other stuff. You can talk about that in AA and NA a little bit. You're smart and wise and don't want to get yourself incriminated, but the game in C R is to look as holy as possible. And you know, denial in a river in Egypt. Make so what I'm saying is is that you, CR needs to say, it's okay place to talk about stuff. It's an okay place to talk about stuff. In CR, it's not an okay place to talk about stuff. It's not okay. I mean, if you think it's okay, you're a moron. Because it's, it's gonna, it's gonna, you, you gotta follow the rules in CR. In CR, you, you, you can't talk about the church. It's against the rules to talk about the church. That's foolish. Because it's not about protecting the organization of the church. It's about protecting the emotional viability of the people who come there. And I think CR needs to say that. You know, they say the same thing every meeting. They read from a script every meeting, just like AA does well, put it in a script that you have certain rights to talk about things and, you know, just codify that so that people know it's okay. Because in both organizations, it has to be okay and it has to be confidential for you to talk your truth. Otherwise, there's, there's, there's no healing there. You have to be free to talk your truth. And not not be hammered later. That requires changes on everybody's part. You know, structural changes, and that's that's sort of what I'm doing. Saying, hey, you all got to change, and you got to say it. You can't just sort of say whisper, yeah, yeah. We're, but we're, 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 it's okay to do this. No, you got You got to get up. Just like an AA, they read the same thing over and over again, and CR reads the same thing over and over again. Well, some of that reading over and over again has to be permissions to do and talk about stuff. And, and, and also reminders that no, we don't endorse predatory behavior. Reminders, just a reminder to people. NA and AA need to do that especially. It's like, hey, if you're doing this, you're not doing this with our permission you know, if we find out you're doing this, then we will, we will make it known to people that, you know, can do something about this. You know, we protect our people. We protect our women that come to these meetings. We protect our men that come to these meetings. We will not tolerate predatory behavior on vulnerable people. Period. The end. And we will prosecute if we have to. In other words, you're not welcome. Change your behavior. You know, that's that's moralistic, I know, but it's it's what needs to happen in AA and NA stuff like that. And the church needs to make a stand that we don't approve, nor will we endorse, nor will we hide or cover up bad behavior by leaders. You know, it's it's unacceptable and remind everybody every meeting. No, you don't do this. It's embarrassing that you have to do this, but it's 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 necessary because, you know, what happens? Nobody says anything, nobody does anything. That's that's where you get especially in NA and AA, you get the, the inevitable one or two predatory people you know it's not a question of oh my god I went to 50 meetings and I you know course of 20 years of sobriety I ran into this one guy that was doing it no it's not that way if you go to any meeting and or you talk to people there's always somebody yeah he does that in varying degrees yeah, he does it. It's not very pretty, but he does that. That should be intolerable. That should be something that is not accepted. Because if you can, if you can, you can outlaw smoking. You can, you can put the hammer down on predatory behavior. You know, I can't use the term; <laughs> it's, it's, it's vulgar. Can't use the term. But everybody that's in an AA knows what I'm talking about. You just simply pass the word no, and then you pass the word to the. People are doing it, no. It's not going you're, you're not going it's, it's just not gonna happen. If you continue to do that, you're not coming into halls. And we're gonna pass the word and you're not gonna go into any halls. By the way, it's, it's become unacceptable in AA and NA to do that kind of stuff. We're cleaning that up. Women, men, boys are gonna be safe in these halls and, and we are taking responsibility for that. As should church people, you don't you do not have to worry about people being predatory with you here. If you have a problem, say something, come to us, tell us, and we will take action. Same with politics; you do not have to list to politics here. If they want politics that can go outside in a parking lot and get a sign, but inside the doors of the church, inside of CR. We don't talk about politics. We don't bring controversy into the, into the halls. It's about, it's about staying sober, staying clean, staying abstinent, whatever our thing is, that it's about faith and, and recovery here. That's my suggestion. You know, that's, that, that would change everything. It would change everything in every place. It would make everything more open and honest and ability to to work well. Just say something at the beginning. Set standards. You know, I mean, it's not against recovery to set standards. Say, oh, I can't, I'm not going to, you know. Drunks and addicts don't accept anything, but that doesn't mean it's good for them. It doesn't mean that you know, if they, if they want to get better, they can listen to a certain standard of good behavior. If they don't want it, then that's okay, fine. They don't want it. They don't want it. They don't want it. That's fine. That's, that's okay. That's cool. But they have to understand that that's the standard in the halls and that people are going to be watching and they're going to take action. That'll clean up a lot and it'll take away a lot of damage. People that are brand new are not going to get taken advantage of. I mean, the spirit will be there to, to do miracles because you're taking care of the most vulnerable of you. Trust me. Trust me. If you allow predatory behavior to happen, the healing power of, of God's just not going to be there. He's not going to subsidize that. And you'll have to answer for it later because none of this goes on watch God sees he knows trust me he knows what happens and he's going to have a talk later and it's not going to be a pretty talk so this happened, this happened, and this happened what did you do to prevent this you observed and talked about it oh yeah yeah I know him he said he's, uh, you watch out What'd you do? AA, Celebrate Recovery, whatever. What'd you do? Did you protect people that were vulnerable or you just do nothing because it was politically incorrect? It's not about politics. It's about taking care and protecting vulnerable people. So that's my thing. And I think that a lot of stuff between faith and recovery would be fixed if we were open, and honest, and set standards so that people knew where the organization stood. This is what we stand. This is what, you know, if you want to talk politics, go outside, carry a sign, and pick it. But once you come inside the halls, park it. Leave the signs outside, leave the talk outside, leave the thing outside leave the pamphlets outside. We do recovery here. We make this is an open, honest place you can talk your truth. We're not gonna hammer you about it. I think you'd see a lot of things. I think you'd see a lot more healing. I think you'd see a lot more stuff. And I also think you'd see more cooperation between a secular and r- religious. You know, I think that there'd be a lot more openness between CR and AA and NA because the church would know that, yeah, you don't talk about Jesus in the meetings, but you don't trash somebody that talks about Jesus in the meetings. You know, standards have been set. You know, you can talk about Jesus, just don't overdo it, in the boundaries can profess Christ but you can't proselytize. People understand the boundaries. I think that would be really good and for CR people I think that it would be a big help if they put the hammer down on the politics to sort of it's okay for a a liberal person to come to CR and try to get clean. It's okay. And they should be free within certain boundaries to talk about that. I mean, they can say, hey, I go to such and such a church, and oh my God, you're woke, and you're that. No, just park it. It's about getting better. It's about recovery. You know, park the, the church today could- would benefit immensely by just parking the politics at the door. You know, take all your theories and all your stuff and all the rubbish and just leave it at the door. If you come for recovery, come for recovery. Don't don't push the all the politics. I think that would help an awful lot. It would simplify and focus people on recovery, on on, on, on healing and being honest and open. You know. Don't be moralistic about it you can say Jesus this and that and biblical this and that but for goodness sakes be be patient and open and honest with people you know that's what AA in its best is open and honest and loving and caring so that's my take on this particular thing it's, a, it's improvements that would help both. You know, open it up and take a stand against behavior that is just unacceptable. Take a stand against gratuitous political rubbish. Park all the politics and the bumper stickers at the, in a parking lot and just come into recovery or into CR and talk about recovery stuff. Don't talk about your politics don't talk about your morality except to say you know these things you just you can't do this here this is not where where we want you to do this stuff that's what I think you know I thank you for listening this is uh, Chuck at Lazarus recovery podcast at the junction of faith and recovery you know leave a message do whatever you do punch any buttons that you punch whatever you need let me know you good, bad, or indifferent, what you think. But this is Chuck at Lazarus Recovery Podcast at the Junction of Faith and Recovery. Thank you, and have a good night. Uh, don't drink. Go to a meeting. Be safe. Thank you much. Bye-bye.